0: Hello, and welcome to On The Record. I'm your host, Darren Toms, and we hope you enjoy our discussions about our court and the legal system. Today, we're talking with Judge Brendan Sheehan, who's beginning a two-year term as the court's administrative and presiding judge. Judge, hello. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us.
1: Hi, Darren. How are
0: you? Well, you have been administrative judge for just about a month as we record this. Is it everything you expected?
1: That's a loaded question. I think it's everything I expected and more. Definitely there has been so many things, so many parts of our court that even as a judge for sitting here for 12 years did not anticipate or understand the behind-the-scenes working.
0: Well, tell us about the meetings you had in January with the staff and what your takeaway was from those.
1: It's very, very important to communicate and talk to everyone. I mean, over 500 employees in this court. And so I called it a listening tour, and, and I truly wanted to meet and hear all the members of our court, what they do, who they are. And I knew a lot of them. But I certainly, um, it was very informative, it was neat to hear their thoughts or ideas, their concerns about the suggestion wheel, everything. And and ultimately, my goal was to remind everybody, hey, you may be a probation officer, you may be a scheduler, you may be a courtroom assistant, you may be a legal secretary, but we're all on the same team and everybody has to be working for the same goal.
0: You are the first new administrative judge since Judge John Russo began his six years as A.J. back in 2014. Uh, As you start, what are your thoughts about the state of the court?
1: There's no doubt Judge Russo did a great job over the six years as administrative judge, and I watched Judge Russo grow into the position. Judge Russo and I have been friends for a long time, and as typical, Judge Russo has everything organized, everything is on the proper path, and it's just a matter of some tweaks, but everything is is great. The judge has left the court in great shape.
0: Well, with that in mind, what do you consider to be the biggest challenges you face as A.J.?
1: There's a lot of big issues on the horizon. I'll start with the first that's been pending for a while is our bail reform and bail bond reform. That's an issue that I'd like to get going, get put it to rest, in one way or the other, and figure out how we're going to deal with bail bond issues. But the other one, which is really a huge issue, is where is the Justice Center going to be? Are we going to have a new Justice Center? Are we going to renovate this Justice Center? What are we going to do about this? And those are gigantic issues that is pending before this court. And uh, I'm looking forward to these adventures, and uh, I just hope with the support of my 33 other judges on this bench that all the judges uh, we can come to a consensus on what to do understanding it's ultimately the county executive that has the final say.
0: One thing you mentioned during your meetings with staff is that you have spent the majority of your adult life working in the Justice Center in some capacity so can you give us a quick career recap?
1: In college when I was at Baldwin College. I was a runner for a court in 1988. I was coming into the clerk's office, filing documents, running up to judges' chambers, watching trials from the back of the courtroom. 1989, I got hired in this court as a scheduler and carrying those, as I called it, the Abe Lincoln books up and down the floors. I was fortunate enough to work for Judge James J. Sweeney and William Aurelius, and those two judges were great to work for. Got some great experience working for them. And then Judge Donald Nugent, who was a common pleas court judge at the time, hired me a year later, 1990, 88, 89, probably 90, to start off as his bailiff, Uh, Sean Gallagher, who's now Judge Sean Gallagher in the appellate court, was his bailiff. And he ended up going to practice law, and Judge Nugent hired me as his bailiff. Had great experience working as a bailiff, working in the system. And he got elected to the Court of Appeals. And I was just going to finish up law school going at night, as I had been. And Judge Peggy Foley-Jones was elected, and she asked me to come work for her. She was a new judge, wanted someone with some experience to help her do the transition. It was a great experience working for her for a couple years. And then when I passed the bar... Judge Nugent actually got appointed by President Bill Clinton to the federal bench and he brought me back there as a staff attorney for him a chief it was his chief staff attorney so I got to work in the federal system researching writing and then as I told everyone my wife was practicing law trying cases and I said I gotta do that I gotta get out there and do that and uh, so I went to a firm Brown and Margolis great experience great exposure researching trying cases for them in workers comp and social security disability cases Um, did that came into this courthouse as a practitioner dealing with everybody and then not satisfied I wanted more trial experience got hired as a county prosecutor Started at child support, went to juvenile court, went to the general division, and then got promoted to major trial, and I became the director of the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, which is a great exposure for me. And I got to work with everyone in the court as a litigant, as a lawyer, as a prosecutor, and this is a family to me. I feel like I grew up, based on those, that background, I grew up in this court, and I just feel it's a, uh, it's a family to me.
0: Several times you mentioned uh, Judge Nugent, and I know your history of him goes back uh, even farther. A number of people know about the events when you were a teenager that brought you into the legal world, and I know it's not something you often discuss, but would you be willing to briefly tell us about what happened and its impact on your decision to get into law? Sure,
1: Darren. Back in 1982... My father worked on a Cleveland State campus, and he was a victim of a homicide. He was killed by a man named Frank Spizek. And those of you who remember, 1982, 1982, uh, Frank Spizek went around the campus, terrorizing that campus, killing innocent individuals. Uh, Reverend Hickerson, uh, my father, a couple other folks he took uh, shots at, And he terrorized the campus at Cleveland State, and my father was a victim uh, in 1982 of that crime. So why that brought me here to this courthouse? Well, obviously, as a kid, you went to the trial of the guy who killed your father. Judge Nugent, who was a prosecutor at that time, was the prosecutor along with a lady named Patty Cleary, who used to be a judge here, Judge Patricia Cleary. And they tried the case, and in front of... uh, the, a common of judge and I sat in the back of that courtroom. Needless to say, I, I witnessed a trial. I watched it as a young kid. It always inspired me and and burned a flame in me to want to be a lawyer and to see the justice system work. And so it's, it's amazing if you think about it. I started at the back of the courtroom. I worked in the middle of that courtroom. And now for the last 12 years, I've been a common police judge, sitting as a judge, and now I get to oversee this court. So that brings me into the system of justice, and, and it, it tells people really why I care about what we do here and why I think it's important our system uh, is, is intact, and we have promote the, the confidence in our justice system.
0: You are working with uh, several previous administrative judges, Nancy First. Nancy McDonald, Judge John Russo, and uh, some other judges who have retired since they were administrative judges. Have you received any advice from their previous AJs that you found compelling?
1: I've been very lucky to work with all of those administrative judges, and they've done such a great job and put the court on the great a great path, all the way from starting with Nancy McDonald, to Nancy first, to Judge Russo. And I further, when I was exploring, uh, looking for this option of running for the administrative judge, I sat down and I talked to Judge Leo Spelzi, who was the administrative judge here for, my goodness, administrative presiding judge, I think for 15 years or more in this court. And I just had an opportunity to sit down and have lunch with them. And I have to tell you, the best advice I got is this. Brendan, your job is to help and to make the judges, the members of the court, to do something positive. And, and that's the best advice I got from uh, Judge uh, Spelsey And I think all the administrative judges after Judge Spelsey met with Judge Spelsey and he gave the same advice. Be yourself, and always remember you're
0: there to help. All right, Judge, is there anything else uh, we haven't talked about that you would like to add?
1: I'm not naive. I understand there's a lot of great things happening uh, in this court, but there's a lot of things that we need to work on. I truly just want to thank everybody for what they do. I believe we have a great, great system, great, great court, and I just think we need to promote it and advise and tell people. So when people drive by, they don't look at this building and say, there's a house of pain. Instead, they say, wow, there's a lot of good things happening in that courthouse.
0: Judge Brendan Sheehan, we appreciate your service to the court as administrative judge, and we wish you the very best in this two-year term.
1: Thanks, Darren, and thanks for what you do.